Well, I want to talk to you a little bit more about fasting today. And so, you know, I, I kiddingly say not feasting, but fasting. And, uh, you know, you can, you know, what, what Yin was talking about, you can decide to get rid of a certain food. Now, don't get rid of something like broccoli or, you know, cauliflower, because that's something you won't eat anyway, right? So, say, Pastor, I'm really sucking it up this first 21 days. I'm getting rid of broccoli and cauliflower. No, 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 you need, you need to get rid of something that's going to be, somebody say sacrifice. You know, there's something about sacrifice. I, you know, I've been studying about this in the Bible, that God is looking for some sacrifice in our lives. Oh, man, did you have to say sacrifice, Pastor? Yes, God is looking for us to sacrifice something in our lives. Amen? You know, you know what's, what's awesome about God is God sacrificed his son, his very best for us. Think about that. He gave us his son and, and, and Jesus sacrificed himself so that we could have eternal life. And so we need to get excited about sacrificing something for God. Amen? So God, uh, I'm just going to recap a little bit on what I ministered last week. And move into the message. Uh, God expects us to fast. And you know, uh, in Mark uh, 2, verse 20, it says, But in the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. And so, so uh, John's uh, disciples were fasting, so was the Pharisees, but Jesus' disciples wasn't fasting because Jesus was there in the flesh. And so they had Jesus at at their beck and call. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say this, that, you know, listen, you are a spirit. You live in a body and you possess a soul and an intellect. Do you know how you're made up? Amen. You're, you're, you're sort of like, you're, you're, you're like three parts. Amen. And, and the Bible talks about that, that, that we were, we're, we're spirit, soul, and body. Amen. And when you die, your spirit and your soul, they're connected together. They're going to go to either heaven. Well, I, I believe everybody's going to heaven in here. Amen. But, uh, or they're going to go to the other place. Amen. And I'm going to say this, that, that we're going to have to, we're going to have to, um, I, we need to be spirit led Amen. instead of flesh rolled. And I don't know about you, but if you're going to walk in the best that God has for you, you're going to have to learn to be spirit-led. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? And most Christians are, are, are really, I would say a lot of Christians are not spirit-led, amen? They're spirit-dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, no, they're not spirit-led, but, 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 but they're more body-ruled. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And see, that's what, what the fasting is going to be a little bit about. In Matthew 6, 16, uh, it, it gives uh, Jesus talking about giving and, and uh, he's talking about praying and he's talking about fasting. And he says, when you fast, moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites. So we don't want to make a contest out of it, but we want to fast with, you know, with right motives and a right heart attitude. Amen. Uh, you know, you could go and, and say, I'm going to go 21 days on water just to see if I can outdo the pastor. You know, you know, you know, you know, you don't want to you don't want to go that route. Praise the Lord. And, you know, you want to fast for, for for righteous reasons and right, not for competition. 
I'm a very competitive person, and I like, I like to compete, glory to God. And I like to see what can I do, you know. I'm thinking about doing all the fast, amen, just as, you know, because I've never tried all the fast. I've never tried three days without water. Anybody ever fasted three days without water? Amen. And so we don't recommend that type of fast, but they did that in the Bible, and we'll talk about that. But the, the, the early church practiced corporate fasting and individual uh, fasting in Acts 13, 2 and 3. And this is really uh, the scripture that got me onto fasting because we didn't used to fast as a church when I first started pastoring. Uh, I wasn't really taught a lot about fasting. I was taught a lot about faith, but I, I didn't know really a lot about fasting. And I realized that, uh, just my own personal story, uh, I used to deal with, anybody ever deal with depression in here? Anybody ever have any bad days? And I used to, you know, Monday morning, I had the Monday morning blues. And, I, and you know, I, I would have to try to shake some of these things off. Anybody ever have to shake anything off with your, your emotions? Glory to God. And then, you know, I found this scripture about fasting. And then I found out about all the benefits of fasting. I started doing it one day a week. And I noticed that my Mondays started becoming better. And I wasn't dealing, I, I wasn't, seeming like I wasn't fighting the flesh, you know, fighting the enemy. You know what I'm saying? And the devil, listen, the devil has your number. And he knows your weakness. And he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna mess with you. And the devil is going to try to come against you. And really, he doesn't want you to fast. Why? Because he's going to fight you. See, he's not going to fight you with where you're at in God right now. He's going to fight you where you can be in God. See, see, it's where you can be in God. It's, it's going to that next level. Amen. And I want to go to that next level. It was like Jesus. You know, when Jesus, he got water baptized. He's never done a miracle in his entire life. He was water baptized. And then he went into the wilderness. And the Bible said he fasted for 40 days and then became hungry. Amen. You know, you know when you fast, you know, you don't get hungry until 40 days. So relax about the twenty-one. Amen. It really takes 40 days for you to really kick in. Really, we're just used to eating and it's just habit. And we just got to get rid of that habit. Amen. And so and so Jesus, you know, he never did a miracle or anything before uh, he went through the wilderness. And I'm telling you, fasting is sort of kind of like going through a wilderness. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? And, and I, I'm telling you when, you, when you fast, there's going to be some, sometimes there, there's going to be things that's going to come out of you that you never thought would come out of you. Why is that? Because your flesh is being crucified. Amen. And pressure is putting on your flesh. And what you're doing is you're, you're, you're you know, David said, I humble myself with fasting. And it actually says, it actually says in Psalms 35, it says, I humble my soul with fasting. And your soul wants to control your life. You know that? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And a lot of times our soul wants to control our lives. I was watching TV the other day and I was just flipping the channels. And I was really going to, and I, I like watching ministry. And I don't really watch a lot of TV for entertainment. And uh, there was, uh, the Green Lantern was on. And I was fighting between watching the Green Lantern and Kenneth Copeland. And it was like, go back to the Green Lantern. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, anybody know what I'm talking about here? And, uh, and I was like, you know, and I was thinking, and my flesh wanted to go back to the Green Lantern. I used to collect comic books. 
and all that. And my flesh, but, 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 but my spirit man says, no, you need, to, you need to feed your spirit. And so sometimes it's a constant struggle. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's a constant struggle between the flesh and the spirit. And we're constantly struggling, trying to stay in line. Am I talking to the right group today? And so, so what we need to do is when we're, when we're fasting and praying, we, fasting and praying is, is and, and that's why I want to do the combination, fasting and praying. Fasting is disconnecting from the world, amen, and praying is connecting to God. And so when you're fasting, you're disconnecting to the world influences, and there's a lot of bling bling out there. There's a lot of stuff out there that will try to draw you in. Amen. And try to get you, you know, the, 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 the world is going to be, uh, the world, I'm talking about the world. I'm not talking about Christian and a Christian church. But the world's going to be entertained to hell. They're all about entertainment. They're all about what makes the flesh feel good. They're all about that, you know. They're, they're all about that. The world is all about getting their flesh satisfied. But we as Christians, praise God, we don't put our flesh first. We put God first place. And so we want to put God in the right place in Jesus' name. So, 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 uh, so they ministered to the Lord in Acts 13 too, And a group of people got together and they ministered corporately. And, and then it says uh, uh, in Acts 13, 2 through 3, it says, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. The Holy Spirit spoke, so somebody may have prophesied. Then they fasted and prayed and laid hands on them and they sent them out. So, uh, you know, they were in corporate and the Holy Spirit spoke and gave direction. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I want direction in my life. I want some wisdom in my life. And I'm telling you, I need wisdom. You know, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed and I need some wisdom. I need to walk in some wisdom. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? You know, the beginning of being lifted up, the beginning of God lifting a person up is, is, is humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God. He will exalt the humble, but he will bring down the prideful. And so when we fast, what we're doing, we're, we're all, it's an ultimate humility test. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Now, I know some of you might have physical issues and might be taking medicine, but you can do without some of the sugar. Oh, pastor, did you have to go there? You, you can do without some of the processed food. You can go a little bit more natural, natural food. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? You can work something out. Don't say, well, I take medicines. Oh, forget the 21 day. No, fast something, glory to God. Think a sack coffee. That could be a sacrifice for some people. That might be your love in the morning. You might be in love with coffee. You, you need that caffeine. You think about You wake up and you think about coffee. And you got that brewer already brewing and you smell that coffee. And it just draws you. Coffee. Coffee. Woo, coffee. You know what I'm talking about? You drink that... Mm, coffee. Well, you might need to sacrifice some coffee. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Hey, you might want to let go of that, that caffeine. 
because it might be a, it might make turn you into a fiend. Are you hear what I'm saying? Today? That caffeine is addicting. It is. And that's why, you know, Starbucks is a multi-billion dollar. I don't know how much money they make, but I'm sure they're probably over a billion dollars in revenue. Amen. They're making lots of money. And I, I, I spend way too much money at Starbucks. So if I listen, I, I'm deciding I'm going to try to cut out coffee. I'm not going to make a promise to you today, but I'm, I'm going to try to cut off coffee. I failed last year. And I ended up drinking a little bit of it, amen. But uh, praise God. But they say, they say no condemnation. There's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, amen. So you listen, if, if you if you just try. I think God just wants us to try. Even if we, if, if, if we don't go for the full 21 day, just give it a shot. Just try. Ask God for his grace, amen. And then, then Paul reveals... Uh, then, then Paul reveals that he fasted in 2 Corinthians eleven twenty seven, and he talks about suffering. Can somebody say suffering? Ooh, man. Listen, you know, Paul said it this way. He said that he wanted to be conformed to the image of Christ. And, he, and Paul said, I want to experience Christ's sufferings. In other words, if you're going to live for God, there's going to be some crucifixion of your flesh. There's going to be some suffering. Pastor, I, don't, I didn't come out here to hear that. I, 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 I want a message that's going to tell me that I don't have to do nothing and still be blessed. No, you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to line up with God. You're going to have to get into a place. You're going to have to get under the spout where the glory comes out. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? And so we have to get, you know, it's a, it's a two-sided contract, amen? I mean, it's not just God's doing everything and you do nothing. No, we got to do something too. We got we to walk upright before him and we got to do what he's calling us to do. We need, a, we need a, a, be givers. We need to give out of a heart of love. Amen. We need to be prayers. The Bible says pray with all manners of prayer. We need to be praying. Glory to God. And we need to be fasting. I know we, we, that's not too popular today. Amen. So, 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 so we want to fast to break the strongholds because we don't want our soul ruling us. In Romans 12, 1 and 2, this is a great one for fasting. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service of worship. So, so your body is supposed to be a living sacrifice for God. Amen. In other words, the Bible says that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. God doesn't just dwell in buildings. He, he you know, in the Old, in the Old Testament, he, he dwelled in a tabernacle, but, but he's, he's dwelling in you. And, you know, the Bible says, in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. I want God moving through me much easier, and he can when we're walking in the spirit. If we're walking in the flesh, it's hard for God to move through us. And I want God moving through us. I want to be a, a tabernacle for God. Amen? And he says, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Proving the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Amen? You know, uh, in Hebrews 12.1, it talks about that, that we are surrounded with a great cloud of witnesses. And it talks about laying aside every weight 
and sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So, so each one of us has a race. Look at your neighbor and say, you're in a race. And so you, you are in a race today, and every, everybody's race is a little different, but, but, but what can hinder our race is that sin that so easily besets us. And so what, what we're going to do is, I believe in, in this fast, in this 29-day fast, some of these sins that's been holding us back from moving into the fullness of what God has for us are going to be brought down, amen? We're going to bring down those, those weaknesses, glory to God. Maybe you have anger issues. I won't go there, but maybe you're impatient. Maybe, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? I, I, you know, I deal with those kind of issues myself so I can talk about them, amen? I get, I, I get impatient with people on the road. It, it amazes me. Glory to God, I don't even want to talk about it, amen? And it says in Romans 6, 12, it says this, Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey its lust, And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead, and your members of instruments of righteousness to God. For, now I love this part. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but you are under grace. You're not under the law this morning. You're under grace. And grace empowers you. It empowers you to walk out of the things of the flesh. The grace of God enables us to walk in the righteousness of God. Walk in the holiness. Uh, let me put it that way. Walk in the holiness of God. We already have right standing because of the blood of Jesus. You can't obtain your righteousness by holy living. You already have right standing. So I want to correct that. But you can walk in more holiness. Oh, pastor, did you have to use that word holy? Oh, my, holy, holy. Yes, holy. God, he said, you know, without holiness, somebody, that the word of God says, without holiness, you cannot see God. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And, you know, I, I, I like that. And some say, well, that means you're not going to make it to heaven. No, I think what it means is that you, that you won't see God moving in your life. <laughs> You won't see God in the scriptures. You won't see his grace and his mercy in, in the scriptures. Uh, you, you won't see, uh, you won't have a revelation of God's goodness unless you're walking in holiness. Amen. Be holy as I am holy, says the Lord. And so holy means being, holy means, it doesn't mean not wearing any makeup, ladies. I mean. That's not, that doesn't mean that you're unholy if you, if you wear makeup or, or are you hearing what I'm saying today? Or if ladies, if you're wearing pants or a pants suit. Now that's not, has nothing to do with holiness. Holiness is being separated unto God. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? It's being separated unto God and it's, it's being separated from the world. Be ye separate. Come out from amongst them. Come out from amongst the worldly people. Come into a godly uh, uh, place. Come into church where you have God-fearing people that will help you and strengthen you and bring you into that next level in God. So I, I'm saying this to you today. Sin shall not have dominion 
over you. It doesn't matter what weakness you're dealing with. It doesn't matter the issues you're dealing with. This fast is going to break those things off you. And this is going to be one of your greatest years in the Lord. You, somebody say this year is my year. This year is my year. It's your year this year. This is the year you're breaking through. This is the year that you're going to have more joy. This is the year you're going to have more peace. This is the year you're going to have more love. This is your year. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? This is your year. Say it again. This is my year. Amen. So fasting and prayer, as I see it, you know, and sometimes I think and I believe that some of us are nervous about getting close to God. You know, yeah, the enemy will try to get you nervous. The enemy will try to get, well, you never know. You get close to God, and then he might make you a missionary in some foreign country that, that has only wells to drink out of, or you might have to carry your water. Now, listen, listen, I, I'm going to debunk that because the enemy is trying to get us nervous, some of us nervous, in getting close to God. Like, like the enemy will try to make you think, well, if you get close to God, you're not going to have any life. It's going to be all God. Well, it might be a good thing. As a matter of fact, you will have more life if you get with God. You know, I love this. You know, uh, in Matthew, uh, well, in Psalms 37, 4, I love this. And this scripture debunks that idea. It says here in Psalms 37, 4, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. You know what? The Bible says when you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. And I'm going to say this, that God has downloaded everything that, that you're going to ever uh, going to desire is in your heart. And you have to unlock that and find out that what that is. You know, God wants you blessed. God wants you uh, eating the best, living in the best, driving the best, and wearing the best. God wants, wants you, he wants to unlock the blessings to you. He wants to reveal to you. And when you serve God, listen, he takes care of those that serve him. Where God leads, he feeds. Where God guides, he provides. That's hot off the press. You better just write that down. Glory to God. So delight yourself in the Lord, and he will, make, he will give you the desires of your heart. I, I like what it says in, in Matthew 6, 33, why we're doing this. In Matthew 6, chapter 6, uh, uh, Jesus was talking about worry in Matthew 6. He was talking about don't worry about your life. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry. I don't know about you, but I want less worry this year. I don't want to worry like I did last year. I don't even want to worry like I did this morning. Thinking that I hope this outfit looks all right. I just don't want to worry. I just don't like worrying. I don't, I want to be a, I don't want to be a, wor a worrier. I want to be a warrior. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't want to be a worrier for Christ. I want to be a warrior. 
for Christ. I want to roar for Christ. Amen. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to have fear govern me. I don't want fear keeping me down. I, I don't want to have fear of the future. Anybody ever deal with that kind of stuff? I wonder where, what's going to happen tomorrow. I wonder where I'm going to be at tomorrow. Your, your future is bright in Jesus' name. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And, and so the remedy, the, the fear, Jesus said it this way, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So the remedy for fear is seeking God. And I can't think of the better way to seek God is by humbling ourselves with prayer and Fasting. I, I, I can't think of any better way. I mean, that, I mean, that's the ultimate way to seek God. If you're going to seek God, I'm talking seeking God on your knees, fasting and praying, sacrificing to the Lord. You know, I was, uh, I, I try to give my daughter a bedtime story at night. I, I have a ritual with my, my daughter and she can't go to bed unless I pray with her and tuck her in. And do all this fun stuff. I mean, she cannot go to bed unless she's a daddy. Yeah, it's getting late. And I was working on a sermon. Okay, I'll get there. It's getting late. I got to get to bed. So I got to get over there. I need and and I, I used to just do, I, I, I got a little lazy and started talking, you know, giving her these little kids' bedtime stories. Now, now, I'm, talk, now I'm talking to her about the Bible. And I'm giving, I'm giving her really deep stuff in the Bible. She's falling asleep faster than I ever thought she would. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I mean, deep stuff in the Bible. <laughs> kind of like you guys right now, but we won't go there. And, uh, and, uh, and so, so, so I, I, I was talking to her about Noah last night. And I was talking about how Noah, uh, you know, how God saw all the evil in the world and, and, and how, how, how God was sad that he made human beings. Can you believe that? God was actually sad. And, and, and how the Bible said that God said, it's uh, found Noah, and Noah was was he was a he 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 wasn't so geared to his flesh. He was geared to God. Amen. And the Bible said that God found uh, that Noah found favor in the eyes of God. And 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 the Bible talks about how how God revealed to him what he was going to do to the planet. He was going to flood it out. And, and what was so interesting about this story, and I was telling her about this. I was getting revelation while I was talking, while she was sleeping. But anyway, um, as I was talking to her about this, you know, he came off that boat. And the first thing that he did when he came off the ark, he, he made a sacrifice. He set up a sacrifice to the Lord. And, and, and he took an animal. And he's, why, I don't know why God likes sacrifices, but it seems like he likes sacrifices. And the Bible says that when he sacrificed this animal unto the Lord, it, it, it came up as a sweet-smelling aroma unto the Lord. The Lord was blessed. You know, the sacrifice, you know, every sacrifice they did in the Old Testament to cover their sin really represents Jesus and the sacrifice that Jesus paid so that we could have a relationship with God. And so every time that, he, that I believe that God saw the sacrifice, he actually saw his son in that sacrifice, thinking about how much he loves us and that he's going to have a relationship with us and that the devil couldn't keep us, that the devil couldn't have us, that he was buying us back from the auction block of sin. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? That we're bought with a price. That's why the Bible says glorify God in your bodies. Because we're bought with a price, amen? And so, 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 so seeking God is an ultimate way of, 
of, of, of uh, well, fasting and prayer is also a way of seeking God. And I love Jeremiah 20, 29, one of my favorite scriptures. It says, for I know the thoughts, and one translation says plans as well. I know the thoughts and plans that I, uh, that I, uh, I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with part of your heart. That's right. That's right. He says that, right? It doesn't say part of your heart. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Virginia Beach SDA Church located at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.